letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include details on a tragedy in Fridley yesterday, an increasingly popular way to get to the Minnesota State Fair, and a big honor for a small Minnesota town. But first, reaction to the controversy around school resource officers. WCCO's Susie Jones begins our coverage. Republican leaders in the House and Senate are calling for a special session to address the issue and the confusion surrounding a new law regarding police officers in schools. They say the language of the law is vague and leaves officers without the confidence they need to do their job, which is to keep students safe. There are already several districts who have canceled resource officers because of concerns over what's allowed and what's not allowed. Governor Tim Walz just yesterday addressing the issue at the Minnesota State Fair with WCCO's Adam and Jordana. The Attorney General, we're trying to get some folks get clarification. If we need to, we just come back and change it and make sure, because those officers, we need to make sure that they and the students are safe, but we also need to make sure that we're not using excessive uh, force to break up a fight. And I think that was the intent of the law. Walls says any changes or clarifications in the school discipline law would not require a special session. And I'm Mark Fry. Just yesterday, the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office announced it was pulling the SRO from Rockford High School. Hennepin County Sheriff DeWanna Witt telling WCCO's Adam and Jordana that no one wants to see students get hurt, but the new changes don't allow officers to do their jobs effectively. To limit what our ability is to intervene to actually help people and stop people from hurting one another, we're not allowed to do our job. So it does not work for what the statute also says we we are to do, which is to serve and protect. Anoka and Coon Rapids police are also removing officers from schools. Tragedy in Fridley where a four-year-old boy is dead after wandering into a pond near his home. It happened yesterday afternoon in the 1600 block of Rice Creek Road. Investigators got a call for help in finding the boy when it was realized he was missing. After being pulled from the water, he was taken to the hospital but did not survive. Investigators are looking into the suspected drowning. It is the second time in a week a child had to be pulled from the water. On Monday, a boy was rescued from a Woodbury pond. His condition is not known. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Florida is once again bracing for impact as Hurricane Adalia makes landfall. One of those areas expected to get hit is Fort Myers in Lee County. That was battered by Hurricane Ian last year. Mark Weber is director of Florida Business Operations for the Minnesota Twins. He joined Benita Sakar on the morning news. We had some storm surge, and uh, but and we still have uh, residual winds, probably 30 miles an hour right now, and we're 200 miles south of the landfall. So overall, we're feeling pretty good. I think Lee County and uh, everybody, all the responders did a great job. Weber says the area is prepared for other storms and hurricanes as well that could come within the next month and a half. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Augsburg may open its football season a little earlier than expected thanks to warm weather that's on its way. Here's Steve Simpson. Head football coach Darren Lampker telling Vanita Sakar on the morning news that the season opener will either get played Saturday morning or Friday night. I've heard there's a few uh, rumblings of other teams trying to go at 10 a.m. on Saturday and some different times. I know there's some changes going on right now. 
you know, it, it is for the best. Let's just make a great experience for fans and for, for these players to keep them safe and happy and healthy. Day seven of the great Minnesota get-together now underway in Falcon Heights. It seems a lot more people are taking two wheels instead of four to the Minnesota State Fair. I am standing in a sea of bicycles here on the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, one of three lots here. I just found out that since the fair started, nearly 5,000 people have wheeled their way into the fair. It's smart to bike. <laughs> more and more in doing it, yes, all the bike lots are getting full. Bill Stower is superintendent of all three lots. We have skateboards, we have scooters, we have whatever you call the thing that they pull behind the bikes, whatever those things are with the kids Burleys. in them. Burleys. Burleys. <laughs> Again, it's kind of a no-brainer. It is free. You still have to pay to get into the fair. And you are being advised if you want to ride your bike here to bring a lock. From the State Fairgrounds, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Senator Amy Klobuchar has been at the forefront of this fight and for the legislation. She says the deal to negotiate prices with Medicare is a lifesaver for many. So many of our seniors are living on their Social Security. You know, they may have sold their house or they're just living in the same place that they've lived for a while. And they don't have a lot of margin. So when these drugs skyrocket up and the pharmaceutical companies make three times the profit margin of other industries, it's an unbelievable story. It's called spoofing. And the Minnesota BCA says, sadly, a lot of folks have fallen victim of this latest scam. The moment you receive this Scammers are going to great lengths to deceive unsuspecting targets. In this latest case, they're using spoofing technology to make calls while posing as FBI or BCA agents. Superintendent Drew Evans says they pretend they're conducting an investigation and try to collect data like Social Security, banking information, or residential addresses. We're never going to ask for personal detailed information over the phone. And a rule of thumb for me is always if it seems fishy or something doesn't seem right, it probably isn't. He says to determine whether the caller is legitimate, ask for a callback number and then reach out to the agency's official general information line. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, Grand Marais, Minnesota has made a list of best small towns in the U.S. Travel and Leisure ranks the North Shore community on Lake Superior the number one lake town in the country for its, quote, rare vintage seaside vibe, adventures into the state's famed boundary waters, and local yet world-class art. In fact, they call it Minnesota's artsiest town. The area experienced a renaissance of sorts during COVID as staycations became more popular than ever. It can still be hard to find places not only to stay in the summer, but also in the fall when the colors start to change in Superior National Forest. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peters in News Talk 830 WCCO.